This podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong sexual language. This is the Black and Kinky Lifestyle. So you're applying to be our single male. Well, let's get started. Tell me a little about yourself. Well, I worked as a as an independent single guy, um, you know, attending parties and stepping up to the plate whenever I was needed. You know, I'm not a pushy guy. I only really show up when I'm invited. Um, I can essentially play for up to four hours uh, in a single evening and can handle multiple play sessions back to back. I have uh, successfully done anal, DP, DVP, and I've been able to simultaneously use my hands, mouth, um, and dick at the same time. Great. And what interested you in the position? Well, you know, essentially I, I saw your profile online and I got the sense that we really had aligned values. I mean... Uh, I saw that there was an opportunity to move up in the company uh, from a one-night stand to, to maybe a regular booty call. I thought that was a great opportunity. Um, you were also looking for someone that aims to please, uh, can smash for hours on end, and have the kind of stroke game that will have your cooch queefing my name for a week. So on review of your resume, it says you held a former position as an interior decorator with the Murrays, and you were able to successfully perform DP in an accelerated level. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, while I was uh, while I was with the Murrays, I started as a stunt dick for uh, Mr. Murray uh, in his place. Now the company seemed to be impressed uh, with my ability to go deep in the brown, so they took a risk and allowed me to be their first DV, uh, DP partner. Now I started on the bottom, but you know I really got promoted to the top eventually. What made you leave the position? Well, the thing is, like, I, you know, I slid out of her ass um, while he was entering from the front, and, uh, you know, it just kind of happens that way. I mean, DP is a lot more difficult than people realize. No, not the sex position. I meant the position with the Murrays. What did you, why did you leave your position as an interior decorator? Oh, um, I'm sorry. Um, essentially, I didn't think I had any more room for growth. I mean, I practically, like, reshaped all of Mrs. Murray's orifices. You did get a shining recommendation from them. They said, and I quote, He will be a valuable candidate to any company that hires him. It is important for the ladies to know that his tongue will paint every inch of your walls and make your vag tremble like the T-Rex from Jurassic Park was doing the Casper slide in your uterus. Well, yeah, ma'am, my tongue speaks for itself. I have a master's in cunnilingus savagery. Well, it is important here at B&K Inc. that we promote a level of excellence when it comes to eating me out like a buffet, working my nipples, and making sure that my punani sounds like a car wash before even thinking about giving me the business. This can be a fast-paced environment, so you gotta hit that ass running. Tell me about your working style. Well, honestly, you know, I spend most of my time uh, working out and you know, uh, maintaining the kind of physique that will allow me to perform thrusts that, um, uh, that'll essentially have your legs shaking, uh, like jello and your titties bouncing like they're on, uh, hydraulics. What would you say is your biggest weakness? Well, I can be quite the people pleaser. I mean, sometimes when I'm sucking the cooch without getting waterboarded, I can get obsessed with making it happen. At times, spending hours face deep in the kitty. I mean, there was one time I called a client to get some Excuse feedback. Excuse me, did you say call? Um... Yeah. You called, sir. You kick, uh, send a DM on Instagram, and maybe, if we like you enough, you can send a text. But you never called. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am. You're trying to be the Lionel Richie of the lifestyle? Nah, it wasn't even like that. Hello? No, you're not the one we're looking for. This interview is over. Next. 
Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Please, please, there look. There's nothing you can tell me. I'm, I'm willing to run red lights on request. Okay? What? You're applying to be a single male, not my driver. Uh, no, that's not what I meant. I'm, I'm trying to say... <clears throat> listen, I'm trying to say that I'm not... I'm not afraid of a little bit of ketchup. What are you talking about? <clears throat> I am not trying to hire a cleaner either. I think you might be confused. Security! No, no, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Look, look, look. What I'm trying to say is I'm willing to... I'm willing to have period sex, alright? Period sex? That is fucking gross, and you're disgusting. And that's exactly the kind of energy we're looking for here at B&K. When can you start? Okay, everybody, welcome to the Black and Kiki Lifestyle Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to our show. This is going to be our third episode of the year, I think. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, and um, I was really looking forward to doing this episode. I think I might have alluded to it in our last uh, uh, in our last episode. Um, but yeah, I was I was looking forward to this because in this episode, what we were going to do is talk about uh, judgment. Now I know. We talked about judgment in a um, uh, in a past episode. We were really talking about uh, some of the myths in the lifestyle, which was probably really close to what I would deem some of the judgments. Well, um, and then you had that one like rant. Oh, the bitch with the bad weave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So <laughs> I'm gonna get to that in a second. I just wanna <laughs> let, let me let me do this. So, but but the reason why we chose to do this topic again uh was because uh i was listening to uh the sweet life uh podcast uh that's hosted by uh lock and trist uh and they had talked about another podcast that um uh where the uh host had actually visited a lifestyle club and some of their reactions and reviews of uh, their experiences at this club um were uh, I would say honest uh, at best, but um, it was also really kind of judgmental and rude. And, you know, some of the things they were saying were just like kind of shaming. And um, it was really a poor representation of the lifestyle. And as I was listening to Locke and Trist um, uh, describe their own uh, review of this, uh, I decided to listen to that podcast as well, and I had some of the same visceral reactions that they did. Um, so I actually called them up, <laughs> and I said, hey, uh, I think we should talk about this as a group, um, as sort of a merged podcast episode. And uh, they said yes, and we actually have them on the show today. Say hi. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> hi, guys. How are you? I am so glad you guys are here. So I'm just going to say a few words, you know. So I've been listening to your podcast. I'm actually all caught up, um, and you guys have a have a really interesting design. But before I go, I just want to uh, before I let you guys talk about what you guys got going on, um, I'll just say Lock and Trist um, again. They're co-hosts of Living the Sweet Life podcast. Um, so it's a new one, and it's actually one of the only other podcasts that are co-hosted by a black couple that's right that po focuses on the lifestyle so like 
you guys are like our competition in a way. <laughs> it's all friendly. It's all friendly. Right, very right, friendly. Right. No, um, no, I'm saying that joking because you guys have actually a very different format than we do. And so I'm, I'm going to talk about that in a second. So, um, so your show is audience. It's an audience driven podcast where uh, you guys have a chat room. Um, where you uh, call the folks that are um, participating in it your sweet talkers, uh, and they can chime in on a topic of discussion in real time, which I think is really interesting. We've actually participated in this, um, and you guys actually record it live, which I think is really bold. Um, so whether it be their tips on overcoming jealousy, reminiscing about their naughty vacations, visiting swinging clubs um, and parties, or even naughty toys. So what is it? The Trist uh, Toy Chest? Or Trist Sexy Trist toy, toy Chest. chest. There we go. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they welcome you and... Um, and their show is awesome. If you haven't heard it, check it out. But yeah, so um, so get, I'm going to give you guys for the mic for a little while. Just tell us um, how. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. How long you've yes. been in the lifestyle, and what made you decide to start a podcast? We'll do. We'll do. Hey, uh, well, uh, just want to say thanks, man. Thanks for having us here. You know, uh, it was an honor getting a call from you guys and uh, wanting to do this episode together. So we really appreciate you guys taking the time. You know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, let's see. I am Locke, and she's my beautiful wife trist we have been doing the we've been in the lifestyle for going on seven years now um married for three um almost four uh, <laughs> starting off on the wrong foot baby. already already uh-huh. <laughs> i know i gotta get the time right it's but, all right uh, it takes time that's right that's right but no man um you know the lifestyle has been been good to us we've been having fun um we how did i think one of your questions was how did we decide to get into yeah, it so yeah uh yeah just just trying to have some fun um you know spice things up we knew a couple uh, that was very close to us that was uh, participating in the lifestyle. They come back and tell us crazy stories, and we just wanted to do it. Um, and I think you asked also, how did we get into podcasting? Yeah, what made you start this thing? Um, my wife was pregnant. <laughs> yes. My wife was having a baby, mm-hmm. and it kind of set us on the sidelines for uh, those nine months, maybe even more. But, um, you know, once we sat on the sidelines, we was a- I was able to, like, start listening to podcasts. I had to get my fix, you know. I had mm-hmm. to... Um, to to try to stay involved in the lifestyle some kind of way um you know listening to everybody's sexy stories while i'm mowing the lawn and taking the trash out and all that shit (laughs) (laughs) nearly mowing the lawn and and listening to yeah come back in the house with a major boner and like Mm -hmm. you know but there's nothing i can do about it but (laughs) 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 but uh you know and then it just got me thinking you know we got some crazy stories we got some advice that maybe we could share um and you know uh, actually, we talked to you guys prior to starting our podcast. We we met you guys at a meet and greet. That's and right. You guys gave us words of encouragement, and you yeah. told us you could uh, that we could reach out if we ever needed anything, and we we always appreciated that. Yeah, I, I remember. So we actually met you guys before you started your podcast, mm-hmm. uh, and yep. I think uh, from what I can recall, you were probably one of the first listeners we met, the first people we met that knew us from the <laughs> podcast yeah. and exclusively knew us from the podcast. And so, yeah, yeah you were one of our first fan experiences. Yeah, because he was sitting there, he was like, big. I know who they right. are. Yeah, like, yeah. What? I'm sitting here like, what are you talking about? You know who, who yeah. is? He's like, I yeah. know who they are. Right. I was like, okay. So then he's like, yeah, I want to go talk to them. And that was actually our first lifestyle event 
like right. post pregnant, yeah. right? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, oh. that meet and greet was our first like outing, like post mm-hmm. having a baby. I was still holding on some weight. Oh, so hang I was on. I'm sorry. It was there, a like, second. It was a second. We was remember it? we went to uh, Taboo for that that birthday party. They don't count. that was with friends okay yeah Yeah, this one we had the intentions of actually exactly meeting and greeting meeting and greeting greeting. (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so uh yeah, so so that's when we first met you, and I think we we saw you at another uh, playground meet and greet uh, as well. Um, and so yeah, it was it was really great to see you guys when you uh, started your podcast. So you guys actually again you do your podcast live, um, mm-hmm. and I guess I'm, I'm before we get into the topic, uh, I'm, I'm tr- want to know like what made you choose that particular format where you're you're live, you're on camera, and you're talking to your listeners in real time. Well. That took some convincing, right? It did. Um, well, the idea came from, honestly, it came from uh, another uh, a sports-related podcast that I listened to um, quite often, and I thought it was a pretty cool format. I thought it was something that would be helpful for um, for the lifestylers or for people who are interested in the lifestyle to give you immediate access to people who have been there, done that. Uh, so we thought that it was pretty cool to you know go ahead, stream something live, Throwing a couple of masks, you know, to uh, conserve our privacy or whatever, keep our identities a little bit secret, and then uh, answer questions live, you know, whatever off the top of our head, give you guys immediate access. But uh, it's yeah, been my fun. mouth is not regulated enough to do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there is plenty that the bomber edits out of these episodes. So. Yes, your mouth is definitely unregulated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And, yes. and it's hard, actually. I mean, it's not easy, like, to mm-hmm. do it. Um, but I, on a live show, surprisingly, we do better. Mm. On these shows when we're not live, it's when we actually mess up. Yeah, that's when we make mistakes. Yeah, And we start calling mm-hmm. each other, like, our real names and all of that type <laughs> yeah. of stuff. Like, we get so well, relaxed when we're not. The only person guilty of that is you. Me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do. Because it's like, yeah. because it takes away... <laughs> Like when we're not doing a live show, it literally takes that part away, so you get mm-hmm. more relaxed. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Then, then when we're live, because I'm more conscious of like, okay, we're live. Mm-hmm. Like, don't mess up. Like yeah. of that part, not like don't mess up to not be yourself, but just mm-hmm. make sure you keep like certain things in mind. Like, don't say your names yes. <laughs> on live, you know, YouTube yeah. channel and things like yeah. that. And and then when we're live, you know, we, we dress up and I, you know, change my hair and all of that. Show type of your boobies. And I, you know, yeah, I perk the boobs up <laughs> yep. and all of that. Yep. Yeah. But so it's easier. Right. Yeah. And I, I just I just want to say there there is a, uh, a notable advantage uh, to streaming yourself because there mm. are listeners who hear our voice, thousands, uh, thousands of listeners who hear our voice who have no idea what we look like. And yeah. honestly, I'm <laughs> listening to podcasts. I got no idea what these people look like. like um, and, yeah. you know, some people might think we look more attractive than we sound. And mm-hmm. some people might assume <laughs> we're less attractive than we sound. Right. But, you know, people could actually see you guys. So I'm like, yo, those those are Trist titties right yeah. there. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> those are Locke's arms. Like, these folks work out. They <laughs> And the funny thing is, is that we were at another um, meet and greet recently, 
and another podcast recognized us from his voice. Yeah. It's always she no. didn't even see That's me. So it's always the guy because yeah, the bomber is he always gives us away. Yeah, it's his voice. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, like if you laugh or something, I think that's when people realize yeah. it's it's you. There's a few times you, where you gave us away too, ma'am. It's okay. been like twice. <laughs> like out of the several times, yeah. it's been you primarily. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I gotta say, I I really appreciate you guys um, jumping in the suite every now and then, helping us out, especially oh, yeah. early on. You know, it, it it gave us a little bit of, I guess, a little bit of street cred to have. You know, <laughs> bomber in the bell jump in there and help us out. So we really appreciate you guys. You know, putting your effort in where you said you would. So thank you. No, yeah, um, no, and, and it's no problem. Again, when I when I listen to your podcast, there's certain things I pick up. I'm like, oh wow, like when I when I type questions and comments. Mm-hmm. Um, the times where I'm actually able to come into the suite, um, you know, it, it actually gets my my thoughts flowing. Um, because there's one particular time I remember um, the the topic of uh, couples therapy came up. I can't oh, remember yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. what what you guys were talking about, and I remember like, oh, you know, lifestylers, you know, we need couples therapy at times too but right. we can't just look we can't just use any couple therapist no. a couple therapist that doesn't understand yeah. the lifestyle or non-monogamy um is can be problematic that's right yes. um, that's right and they, so that just got me there i'm not sure what to do with that but uh-huh. i'm gonna do something with it yeah, <laughs> important yeah um, we, we know a few couples that have been to couples therapy to lifestyle lifestyle couple couples therapy, therapy. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so, um, so that will not be the topic of this episode. So we, <laughs> yeah. so we're going to do things a little bit differently. So this isn't necessarily going to be a um, an interview formatted show. But I, again, I wanted to really talk about the judgments because um, I, I gotta say, since I've been in a lifestyle, it's it's been, or since we've been in a lifestyle, it's been a, a beautiful experience. You yeah. know, there've been some negative experiences or whatever, mm-hmm. but I'd say one of the ugliest experiences I had, and this comes back to bitch with the bad weave, <laughs> <laughs> is when somebody um, judged us mm-hmm. uh, or judged me in particular yeah. uh, and had all these assumptions um, because I was in the lifestyle. So... Um, you know, you guys, uh, again, as I said in the beginning of the episode, um, uh, you know, brought our attention to a set of podcasters. We're not going to say who they are. I'll, I'll say what Trist uh, and Locke said on their show. If you really want to know what this podcast is, check, you know, send us a note, send us an email, and we can send you a link, but we're not going to mention it on this show. Um, but basically, it was, uh, there was a lot of judgment. It was not a pleasant um, episode to hear if you were in the lifestyle, and it was fairly inaccurate, um, at, you know, at best. Um, so uh, that's what this episode is really going to focus on. Um, but before we get there, um, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to make sure that we did our hit list with Locke and Tris. And Locke brought this up. I almost forgot about it when I was putting together these damn show notes. But Locke was like, yo, we need to do this hit list. So we doing this goddamn hit list. So you uh, basically... You can't do a black and kinky without being on the hit list. No. You gotta do the hit list. So um, the hit list. So uh, for those of you who don't know, the hit list is a segment of our show where we talk about uh, some celebrities and some famous names that we would smash if given the chance. Mm. And in this episode's hit list, we're going to focus 
focus on athletes. Uh, given that we just had a Super Bowl that passed, an unfortunate passing of Kobe Bryant, we thought we would pay homage to all of those sports players out there that are doing their thing. All right, so uh, let's do let's go with the ladies uh, first. Um, and since uh, we are uh, interviewing you guys today and talking to you, I'm going to ask Tris to go first with her hit list athlete. So this was kind of hard. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't understand. How can it be hard? Know. The, the, right. the sports are of full of athletic, I mean, strong, exactly. black men. They <laughs> are. They are. But it was kind of like, ah, okay. But I would say Russell Wilson. Mm. Because he comes across as like a very genuine, he's sweet. Yeah. And I feel like he's romantic. He does seem like the you know. Fight. So you want romance? You don't want him he, to like choke you up or nothing like he that. He may be low key closet <laughs> choke you up. I couldn't see him doing it. Mm. Oh no! Okay. He may look. Sierra ain't just going for like no missionary. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, she, she, she was like she was with future, so we know yeah. she got a thing for her nigga. Mm-hmm. So he's got to have at least a little bit of edge. Yeah, okay, okay. He got a little yeah. bit of something going I on because she, right. she, she, she getting it. Fair yeah. enough. She on the third kid mm-hmm. she getting something <laughs> she getting all that money he's like no he's like one of the top 10 uh wealthiest players athletes. Mm. Yeah. yeah he's like no he's paid yeah he's paid uh, yeah, yeah he can get it yep. uh-huh. <laughs> all right fair enough cool so cool. my 35 million yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's she can get it all day. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, you want me to sit on your face? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Whatever you need me to do, just keep them checks coming. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why I get it like every other Tuesday. Lies. All right. Um. So mine is our very handsome. Uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback Uh-oh. Patrick Mahomes. Hey, huh? the, he's just got the curly hair and the eyes, and he's just like like he's young, but he's like, seems like he's very grounded. He's just really smart. I just yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one. He and does it for you. Huh? He's light skinned too. He is light skinned, but that don't he have nothing to do with him. Yeah, you sure? <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. He your last, your last few hit lists have been a little suspect. Do I, what? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> they have not all been light skinned. Right, no, I don't know. Oh, but he seems kind of young. Like he's he he experienced. Mm. He'd probably have some lifestyle judgments. Yeah, <laughs> we could teach him some things. I don't be know right. because his girlfriend—they just look like they just a regular, you know, couple. Uh-huh. Like you know, well, see, they you just... know, people called him, called them out because she was like, she jumped up on him and straddled him. Oh, it was like hugging him. Yeah, when he won at the, end of the Super Bowl, I did. I did. Yeah. I Wait, they they were talking shit about that. Yeah. Why? Because they were like, it was inappropriate. What? Like, Give me a break. They the were celebrating. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't anything. New. But you know, they had shit to say about J Lo and Shakira too. So. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. of oh, that course. Halftime show yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Damn. Oh, I don't that, think that the guys was really looking at the show. I think he was looking at everything else. All that jiggle. Hell, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, that little that diamond outfit. Like, right. Uh, 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 who was it? Who was J-Lo. it? That had that? Yeah, J Lo had that on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh god, that was sad. and her on the man. pole. Come on, man. Come on. She knew what mm-hmm. she was doing. That was well, the see, show. Well, see, she had got all that pole training from the Hustlers movie, mm-hmm. and so she was like, "I'm gonna show y'all." 
what this right. year old body can do. Right. Mm. Mm, that nope. core strength, boy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All about she, that they core. They look good. They both look great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Sierra looked good too. She was sexy. Still moving those hips though. Like yeah, none of these Shakira years like, Shakira, Shakira, Shakira. Shakira. Sorry. Shakira. Oh See, I, I knew what he was meaning. <laughs> 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 they rhyme, she okay? Busting my chops. Yes. <laughs> Her hips was going. I was like, they were yes. oh, hypnotic hips, boy. Mm. All right, look who's who's on your uh, who's on your hit list, lock. It's me. All right, okay. Y'all gonna have to hit up the Google machine, okay? Her name is Troy Mullins. You're welcome. <laughs> she is extremely fit, bad, beautiful sister. That plays uh, golf, man. She's a uh, oh, wow, yeah, a long drive competitor. Uh, so you know your ego. You have to get your ego in check if you go at her. You know because she can hit the ball further than you. Because at first I didn't know who the heck he was talking yeah. about. I was sitting there like, who oh, the girl with is. the bush? Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. like, yes. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, she had. She is a wonder. She is. Mm. Look at her legs. Look well, at see, her. I didn't even know you could like. There was different golf competing things. Like I thought mm-hmm. you just like. Yeah, you know, man. Play yeah. the eighteen holes or whatever. Nah, but she she yeah, she like true. to hit the ball far. Yeah, <laughs> she can definitely hit the ball far. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she got. Some I'm just yeah. I'm just loving yeah, that she's she a does. black woman in golf. That's, That's where all that power. Oh, no, I had no idea who she was before you brought her up. Mm-hmm. I didn't either. Oh man, look at that. Yeah. Oh. See, I was saving her for this special hit list. <laughs> yes. I was ready. He Came was ready. Like, look at her. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, um, so no, I like her. Yeah, she got that natural hair. Yeah, follow her on Instagram because uh, her slow motion videos are oh, something you to be seen. You ain't looking at her swing. <laughs> I'm hoping that she does swing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the the woman on my hit list, and she is a sexy, sexy lady. Um, you might have to Google this yourself, but uh, Natasha Hast- Hastings. Do people oh. know who that is? Mm-hmm. So she's a sprinter. Oh. Um, mm. She's actually born in BK. Big Uh-oh. up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she, uh, no, she's like very fast. She's broken some some records as far as the 400 mil, uh, 400, mm-hmm. uh, what is it? The 400 meter. meter. Yeah, yep. 400 meter dash. Mm-hmm. Um, watching this woman run is hypnotic. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know, the runners got those tight shorts on. Yeah. And like when they run it, like it's just all that force <laughs> and muscle. Like, oh, f- fuck, fuck that uh, uh, twerking shit. Yeah. <laughs> If you can sprint, oh, you want to see some like muscle, some jiggle? There it is for me. Yeah, it's the legs. Tell her yes, to run four hundred meters. It's all about meters. the legs. Mm. Natasha Hastings, holla, mm. holla. Yes. Um, okay. So that's our hit list. Uh, for those of you who have or want to share um, the athletes that are on your hit list. Please email um, Black and Kinky Lifestyle at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. Send us your hit list. Or if they're not an athlete, just let us know who you want to fuck because we're nosy. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. So, um, all right. So, um, so I thought, you know what was interesting? When we were talking about planning this episode and when I was putting together the show notes, like while I was putting together the show notes, no, actually, no, not when I was put. no, while I was putting together the show notes, I was literally finalizing them because we were going to have our call shortly, um, shortly after. I got an email. We got an email at blackandkinkylifestyle at gmail.com from 
one of your listeners. <laughs> Which is crazy. They sent us an email in response to the episode, the same episode that that, that I mentioned earlier. Um, and they had apparently heard the podcast of uh, that you were referencing in your episode. And they had a reaction to it and they shared it over email, but accidentally sent it to us. Like, <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. like that is fate right there. It so, is. Um, or all black podcasters sound the same. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm actually um, going to actually ask Locke you to read out this this one cool. because I think it does a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Um, one, it tells us how cool your listeners are. Uh, and two, <laughs> it sums up the basic reaction um, of uh, to this podcast. So I'm going to pass you the notes. <clears throat> and here we go. So, yeah, I listened to that podcast. As far as them tackling the LS, he, they were trash. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys said during your podcast was spot on. So first off, these two guys seem very immature, especially for the brief background of who they are from what they provided. Yep, I think that matters when trying to have a podcast and intelligently talk about topics with the goal of wanting your audience to come back. There is a podcast called Horrible Decisions that is really great, and I feel these guys were poorly imitating. I think that's a good point. I think that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, uh, horrible decisions yeah, horrible is dope. Decision is, it's hilarious. Yeah, it is. They, those ladies are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> to continue, <laughs> like you said, the guy that went into the club, let's call him Lamar, started off his journey fine, but after getting in the front front door, became really closed minded and judgy. Lamar mentioned STI testing and vetting for sexual predators before getting into the club. Again, that had to be one of the most asinine things <laughs> <laughs> that I've heard. I'm assuming that Lamar takes the high road each and every time he goes to a bar, party, takes an Uber, or goes <laughs> to the Apple store. Yes, he asked for your STI test. Right. Excuse me. Have you had your STI test? <laughs> I endured the podcast episode, even though I really wanted to stop it because as disgusting as Lamar felt the night to be, I felt the same way about listening to that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this this listener really went in, right? Yeah. It all came off as childish high schoolers who discovered something taboo and didn't really want to learn, but only wanted to vent their disgust. You guys are absolutely right. If I was a club owner, I would not, in all caps, Want to be on their show. Lamar and Joe seem like the type to throw darts versus gain information and understanding. Thanks for taking the time to read. Okay. So this listener clearly did not uh, did not appreciate that podcast and we didn't appreciate it either. Uh, I think the one thing I would say, one thing, the one reaction I'd have is I agree with uh, just about everything she was saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. so... Um, so, so the I, I just wanted to make sure we understood the listener referenced something that the um, podcaster had to say about STI testing. Do you re- remember what he said? Yep. Yes. Go for it, Trist. This is the one that pissed you off the most. It was. It was literally. It was crazy. He said that he felt that if if why is it that you can come into a basically establishment as a lifestyle club where you're able to basically have sex that he felt like at the door that you should have an STI test done. Like that should be like the cause for like basically entry 
Yeah. That everyone should have an STI test before they enter and you should know what those results were. That's... And my response to that was that when you go to a bar, right? Because he's basically <laughs> was trying to reference like everybody in lifestyle, you know, you were just having sex with each other and doing this or that, right? Mm-hmm. When when you go to the bar and if you meet a, a, a one night stand or whatever, or, you know, the juices get flowing with some girl, do you ask her? About her STI test, where your card at, or mm-hmm. what was the right, results? Right, right, right. Like, and even if, even so, like people can lie. You, there's no yeah. way to verify. Like unless you're, like unless you're at the clinic with the person, right? And you speak to the doctor. There's no way for you to verify yeah. whether or not they're saying, you know, oh, I'm negative for everything or not. It's true. Um, so even in casual dating and casual sex. You're taking a risk. And mm-hmm. most Absolutely. of the time, like people when they're casual dating don't get checked with their partner or Hell you no. know, people like that. Like you weren't doing no. it in your vanilla life. You know, like, these, why make the assumption? These not these single lifestylers acted like they not fucking. <laughs> right. Fucking too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what are you talking about? I think I know what he had in mind with the club thing. So maybe you go to the club, you get tested at the door, and then you put on like a red wristband if you know positive they right say, i'm clean <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you got the yellow if you're clean you got the maybe the blue if you know the 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 fucking uh the shot is still working its way <laughs> through your system you know whatever i mean but it's it's, it's crazy just like yeah. the the read uh the the texter said it's it's quite asinine man it's crazy mm-hmm. now that's not to say don't get tested right no, no, no right still get tested yes. but just understand that you know you being tested is your own personal prevention. Yes, mm-hmm. um, absolutely. And you cannot rely on, even if someone tells you that they have been tested, that that is a fact. No. Nope. Um, you True. still need to protect yourself. You still need to be, you know, take certain precautions. Um, but just understand that it just... It, that's just not how it works. One hundred percent, absolutely, and that's just in everyday yeah. life. That's right. not even lifestyle. That's the everyday like mm-hmm. dating life. If you're not married, so I mean, even if you're married, I mean, if the person's cheating on you, it's right. the same yeah. difference, right? You want to get checked. I mean, we <laughs> still get tested. Like yeah. we, we still. I mean, you know. So, um, so I wanted to spend this episode um, talking not not necessarily about that other podcast, but talking about some of the some of the judgments that come about. Um, but outside of that, I also wanted to keep it real in this episode because the lifestyle isn't just rainbows and butterflies. There are some lifestyle specific vulnerabilities we do have. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we don't give that enough attention. I don't think a lot of people in the lifestyle give it a lot of attention. Um, and so I wanted to take this opportunity to acknowledge those. Um, so this is sort of a love letter to folks who may have some judgments and folks who may be considering um, being in the lifestyle. So I think the first one we talked about, um, the first like judgment, um, and the first judgment was vulnerability to disease. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, I think we we talked about that. So I'm going to I'm going to move on from that. Um, but the other common um, myth, and this is one I hear way too often, is assuming that your relationship can't be real <laughs> if you are fuck, uh, if you are allowing your partner to fuck other people. Hold on, before yes. I, before before I start this, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say that I was listening to the Casual Swinger podcast earlier, and they were talking to a a, a couple that 
that does this hot wife thing. Uh-huh. Um, yes. So this this is the experience. And, and he was somewhat of a cuckold, too, because he liked. He was an absolute cuckold. You heard this episode. Yes, Jack and Kissy or something like that. Yeah, Jack yeah, and yes, yes. Yeah. I just heard it today. And I was yeah. amazed. A part of me, like, at first I was like, oh, come on. This guy, they got to be crazy. Um, <laughs> but but then, like, I'm hearing how happy he was. He was like, so happy. He was in, I thought it was just her. But he was so excited to talk about how he was humiliated by this <laughs> bull yeah. Uh, yeah all this bull like you know even wow. like they mm. had i mean they were raw darkening it like yeah. you know and it on their wedding day like this was crazy <laughs> um but yeah. i i just but but they were they were happy and their relationship was real and they mm-hmm. loved each other they communicated and i just i really appreciate it. again it's not something i'm into but mm-hmm. their relationship was real. I didn't. I didn't uh, disbelieve that for a second. So I just wanted to just throw that out there. I agree, and- man. Um, just listening to that episode. I'm sorry to cut you off, Tris. Um, but yeah, I mean, real quick, when you said that bull, I'm gonna make sure we're clear. We're not talking about bullshit. We're like no, that. No. That bull. That bull. The, bull, the, bull, the guy that yes. they pulled into their yes, relationship. Yes, thank you. Um, and their uh, their their fun with that guy. I mean, the the way that the that Jack receive the information or the direction from the bull uh it it just turned him on even more and again there was just something about that dynamic that was just very intriguing yeah something i'd never heard of before i mean i've seen it i've heard Mm -hmm. that there's this thing exists but to hear this from uh, jack's perspective yeah i've never heard a guy talk about it like so like you you would have thought he smashed like 10 (laughs) 10 supermodels the way he was talking about it he's so excited it was awesome yeah, I just think that um, I didn't listen to the episode exactly, but I got the cliff notes <laughs> from Locke. So I was like, oh, oh, OK, you know, cool. And you know what? That That is just a, another testament to a lifestyle. Right. There are so many different layers of what you want the lifestyle to be mm-hmm. as far as your relationship and how that dynamic is going on that. I may not necessarily think that that's my flavor, but I'm not going to knock you for doing what you do because that is what your relationship chose to do as far as your lifestyle experience. Mm -hmm. It's just not my flavor. Mm -hmm. That's all. It's it's not a bad thing. It's just that that is what your, you know, lifestyle realm is. Yeah, I mean, I think we've been conditioned to think that there is only one way to be in relationship and one way to be committed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think it's the same thing when you look at uh, poly relationships. Managing more than one intimate relationship is way too much work for me, but that doesn't mean <laughs> that it doesn't work for somebody else. Right. Um, and so understanding that just because you don't have the capacity to watch your wife get fucked by somebody else and enjoy it or, you know, have multiple partners in a committed relationship doesn't mean that it's something wrong with that or that, that those mm-hmm. people aren't committed to each other, or that they don't love each other or that their relationship isn't real. Agreed. I mean, so I think it's about people really opening their um, understanding of what it means to be in relationship with someone. Mm -hmm. Um, And it doesn't just mean that it's just us two together, right? You know, it's about how you communicate, how you experience life together, um, the choices and decisions that you make together. Um, And I I don't think people are just so stuck on, well, you know, it just means monogamous marriage. That means you're committed to one another. Mm -mm. And that's not the case. And I just think that like with these new, um, this new age group, there's a new word that I actually learned 
for um, this type of thing that these kids are going through. They call it being fluid. Mm-hmm. And what that is, it's just that you're not like one thing. You're not pigeonholed to like this one type of thing. You're not pigeonholed to like being heterosexual. You're not pigeonholed to just liking guys, girls, whatever. You are whatever you choose to be. Right. And they call that being fluid. Right, that's right, like right. a new thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what this is in the lifestyle. It's just that you're being fluid for whatever that is you choose to be for your relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 always interesting to me when I hear that assumption because they're like, well, if you can if you can watch your wife get smashed by another dude, you must not love her. But those same guys would be like, they'll have a side chick. Exactly. Right. Yes. Exactly. I'll yeah. I love my wife enough to lie to her. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, right. And so I I think, um, but you you know you could sort of flip this and say, well, if if watching your wife getting smashed by another guy is enough for you to drop her, did you really love her in the mm. first place? I know, right? You could make that argument yeah, too. Like, yeah, absolutely, if that, man. That's, that's what it takes yeah. in order to just end all of this. Mm. So, it's like, were you really yeah. committed in the first, in the first place? place. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, so I is mean, your relationship real? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, it's up for debate. I would definitely contend that, you know, this form of relationship, which is the lifestyle, has another we're on another kind of level of acceptance and um, uh, um, of reality of bringing your relationship mm-hmm. to to actually existence. Like it, it's meaningful, so meaningful because I care enough about my wife to let her follow her fantasies, to let her indulge in, you know, um, in whatever it is that makes her happy. You know what I mean? And to get something out of that, I think that's another level of like, um, to solidify that we are together. Like, cause Mm -hmm. I have no feelings of, um, if she's doing this thing, she loves me less. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? See, I, I just know that, um, you know, when the bell, when, when we, when we leave this earth, you know, and we, we meet the afterlife and we meet all, all these other people and, you know, you're going to be making a lot of people jealous because there's going to be people up there that are like, yo, I sacrificed, you know, I was humble and I had sex with this one person, even though I wanted to have sex with all these other guys, but I really held out. <laughs> so you're gonna be like, well, I also have, you know, I I, I stayed with my partner too, but yep. I definitely got a lot of dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before I died. <laughs> Some people are gonna be pissed off, man. Like we we, we got a short amount of time in this That's life, right. man. There's That's no right. reason to like deprive yourself. Like mm-hmm. if you guys are, t- are are connected and you're able to communicate mm-hmm. in a healthy way. Get your fantasies met, your wants met, your desires met. Like, there's nothing like that. Like, that is priceless. Nothing Mm -hmm. like it. Nothing like having your partner that said I do or whatever your your flavor is. Like, if you're just in a committed relationship, whatever that thing is, to have that partner that says that they love you at the end of the day and you get to do whatever it is that makes you happy on the inside. I mean, shit, that might just turn them on to see you doing stuff like that. So they get joy out of you being crazy, you know? (laughs) You know? So yes. it's, it's, it's definitely a mutually uh, beneficial type of arrangement, you know, in some, some cases. Yeah, man. 
Well, okay, so this just, I'm going to get to the next point in a second, because now I'm a little curious, because I was just like, talking about the bell, because I kind of I like the fact that, like, the two of us can sort of explore our host side a little bit. Um, <laughs> but um, I guess for you two, I mean, mm-hmm. do you guys like watching each other, or, like, what is it that you, you get out of that? Like, what, actually, here's, here's the question I'm looking for. What part of your, like, do you see something new in your partner when you see them having sex with someone else that you couldn't necessarily get if you were the only person having sex with them? That's a phenomenal question. I see why he's he's like driving this show, right? Yeah. Like he, he's something else, man. Uh, that's a really good question. Uh, do I see something else in her? Um, you know, yes, as a matter of fact, I do. Sometimes I see that she um, she kind of releases. She lets go um when it's like with new people she she is all about that experience at that time so in order for her to be about that experience she commits herself to it she commits herself and she kind of follows the lead um but sometimes she will like take the reins and kind of like push and shove. So don't don't be offended if, yes. if you like it. Be get like it's getting snatched late. Around. <laughs> Are we fucking or not? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You need somebody like that yeah. around. Yeah. You definitely do. Late. Uh-huh. Like, I love it. It's one thirty in the morning. We gotta go to church I, I'm tomorrow. Not a, okay? I'm not a person that stay up late. That's right. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yeah, man. So to just watch her in action, to to be able to see it from a bird's eye view, to see how she reacts and to see how how the game is played. Like, you know, when when she was going through her dating phases and all that stuff, and to see how, like, this is probably what she was doing, like, out there. Okay, that shit is hot. (laughs) That's how you played these dudes. Okay. You know, (laughs) it's kind of hot. It's very intriguing. I love it. And what about you, Tris? What do you see in Locke? I just like him. I like to watch him have sex with other people. I get something out of that. Mm-hmm. Like I could sit there, like and watch him have sex with other people. Like so, that's why like a hall pass wouldn't really work for me because I want to see. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. I want to yeah. be part of that. That just makes me want to have sex with him more. Oh yeah. Like when I'm watching him do his thing, and I'm like. I. I mean, is there something particular that you see him doing that you really like, or you see him like when he's when he's smashing another chick? Like I like to watch him hit it from behind and smack some booties. (laughs) (laughs) I really do. I like to see him thrust and like and get into it. Well, baby, uh, I will gladly take one for the team. (laughs) Every you need because I can't see you. I mean, unless we have like a mirror, but I can't see you when you're doing. So when I get to see it, I'm like, Mm -hmm. because you know it looks good, Uh but you can't have that like third person aerial view. You can't exactly, yeah. Unless you're watching your partner with somebody else, and then like I like to be like a cheerleader. I'll be like, yeah, you better smack her ass. Like I like, I like to you know cheer him up. Like that gets me. Now I might be distracted from what I'm doing with my partner because mm. i'm so into what he's doing with his um mm. but it's still like this connection and having yes. that yeah. experience together that is yeah it's exciting so, that's hot 
So I'll say Ooh. one thing. I'm, I'm not. It got ex- warm in here. I'm yeah, sorry. It, it did. Did I'm about to yeah, layer on. Um, so yeah, I don't like POV porn. Per, um, what is it? Person? Point of point, point of view. Of, point of view yeah. porn. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I'm not a big fan of that. So yeah. So I. So I like to watch people. I like to see right. them together. Now, right. I'll, I will say the bell. As I asked that question, something came to mind. So mm-hmm. there was one time we went to a sweet party, and. Um, there were these two young brothers there. Um, they were they were worked out. They were muscular. Um, you're gonna remember this actually okay. when I finish <laughs> this story. You seem like a fuse So both of these niggas now <laughs> had the same reaction to her pussy. So her pussy was so good. Oh. <laughs> Her pussy was so because at first I thought it was just one of them. I was like, okay, so this du- this dude was too eager, so that's why, like, because he would be hitting it, and then he'd be like, all right, I gotta stop. I'm about to nut. Bell and got bodies. You have, to, he'd got have bodies. to take a break from it and walk out the room and stretch and shit. <laughs> and so, like, it was it was a group of us. So then the other guy he came in. He tried, you know, he tried to smash it too, and he's doing the same shit. He's like, oh, <laughs> god damn. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? This doesn't make sense. But I was like, yeah, that's that's the yeah, pussy I'm yeah. going home with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, high five. Yes. Uh, yeah, I know how me. good that that's pussy me. is. That's me. Um, yeah. That's, I think, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, seeing your partner being attractive to other people. Yes. Yes. Um, makes them even more attractive. Not that you weren't attracted to them, you know, right. before, but just knowing that they're, you know, a hot piece of ass too yeah. to somebody else is like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's to the thing. Have I think that that is the most sexiest part of it that a lot mm-hmm. of people don't realize that it's like having other people want your mate. Man. Mm-hmm. It's even more sexy. To have yes. you be the object of desire. Yes. Right. right. Yes. Just walking through a place and every you know eyes turning because you got some kind of sexy shit on oh mm-hmm. lord yes yeah, it's, it's amazing yeah it's it's, it's validating it, uh, is it really validating. is like really you is. made a good choice <laughs> yes. yeah. pat myself on the back yeah, but like, yes know, i do all right <laughs> thank you <Yeah. laughs> all right so all right so that leads our next one so the the other um judgment uh that people tend to have is that uh those in the lifestyle want to just fuck everybody uh, this is like the most common man uh, we just yes. fucking everybody and god knows this isn't true for us oh my <laughs> god <laughs> <laughs> like if we could we would yes. <laughs> it's just not but it's no, not even it's possible not. it's like they yeah. think that when you hit the door it's just like free fall like at the buffet and like mm-hmm. hey here i am take a number and it's not like that but you got to be honest though right like in the very beginning, our first time going to the club, we were scared shitless. We right? were, because we thought the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, because you just think, you know, you hear the word swingers, and you're like, oh my gosh, and they got a whole club for this thing, <laughs> right. and they have sex there. You think that, oh, everybody's going to try to come up and, you know, and, and frisk you. But it's not like that, especially for seasoned vets like Mm -hmm. they not like that like you do get some people that that's their thing Mm -hmm. and you can you can single them out like all right no but majority people they're not trying to even have sex with you like that right there they're trying to play the long game Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's what i call it they're whining dying you a little bit not necessarily take you on a dinner date but i'm like hey let me just be nice to you and see where this go Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah i mean so again let's be fair there there are 
out there. They're the Pokemon hunters. They got to catch them all. <laughs> um, they do exist. They do exist yeah, in the yeah. lifestyle. Um, and I mean, we try to avoid them. Um, but it depends. Like, I think everybody has their swinger style, right? So how you engage with couples, um, you know, the kind of couples that you seek out, that kind of thing. Um, and that doesn't mean that you play with everybody. That's like, true. You know, we're mm-hmm. a black couple, but we don't play with all black couples that we meet right um you know so it just it depends on what your style is how you connect with people like we're i'm very personality driven so i have to connect with someone like on a personality level i can be attracted to them physically but like if the personality isn't there like this mm-hmm. it, it's not gonna work yeah 100 <laughs> i just agree. get ghost yeah <laughs> yeah i know and you leave me stuck in the mud <laughs> talking to people yeah. Oh my gosh, Locke, you just, <laughs> oh my God, freak brother. there, he like, what uh. happened? I'll just leave. Uh, so, that was my wife. Um, I, she had an emergency. Uh, thank you. It was nice to meet you. <laughs> Talk to you later. Have a good night. <laughs> yeah, no, um, the bell shuts me down about seven out of ten times. <laughs> um, like, no, we're not fucking them. We're not fucking them. I know she got a nice ass, but I'm not fucking her husband, nope. so we're just going to yep. move on. Sir. Exactly. That's um, our thing. We're not taking one for the team i'm not no everybody we smash is who we wanted to smash Mm -hmm. okay right um so we're not fucking everybody um and and the thing is again like you know like you said like you know what you're coming home to like Mm -hmm. the same thing like i'm looking for and you can say this is vain or whatever but i'm looking for like comparable or better like i'm not going below the level that i already have that's absolutely i just i i'm not interested sometimes i wish i was uglier (laughs) 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 i'm sorry that was rude that was so rude all right go ahead for me it's just like it's a matter of personality like mm-hmm. i don't care what color you are you can be purple no, yeah. like none of that matters to me but it's mm-hmm. about like your personality if you can make me laugh you probably in the door Getting and you're the some type of like you know got <laughs> some type of sexiness to you i'm sitting there like yeah Call he it can get it, it. that swagger you that, want that swag swagger. i like yeah. that swag because it doesn't mean to me like you could be you know black but if you don't have that swag i don't care what color you are mm-hmm. You come at me with some swag and you hot. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm, how no. you doing? I've seen it happen. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's what kind of makes this tough for the on the guy's part because <laughs> there are times where, um, you know, I'll find a couple on SLS or whatever, mm-hmm. and like the girl looks sexy. That's all she has to do is look sexy. For me, she passes, right? <laughs> right. Even if she's like, like she could be like a seven, right? Fine. Um, but, uh, um, but for the guy, if he's like not looking suave in his pictures, you can't see his personality uh, in the photo. No. Um, right. so it's like the, the guys kind of have it a little harder. I said this mm-hmm. before that the guys <laughs> have it harder. So that makes it even more difficult for us to really, you know, cause we're not going to date every couple. Like you don't, you, we don't even want to take the chance cause that's time. <laughs> it is time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you gotta, I mean, but you like, you'll get upset. Be like, but like, why? What's wrong? I was like, if you're asking me just based on these pictures or usually it's just one picture. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, it's just one picture. 
Like, if it's not up to what I'm looking for, if I'm not immediately attracted to the person, like, I have nothing else to go on. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, that's that, that's it. Like, unless we've, you know, met them in person or something yeah, like that. But if, yeah. if I'm just looking at the profile and I'm just looking at the picture, yeah, nine times out of ten is a no. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a, agreed. Me too. <laughs> so, um, basically, some of these couples need to start their own podcast or something. <laughs> so, I can see you. So, right, see right, you or, or, or at least hear. So uh, the next uh, judgment is about morals. So the judgment is basically that um, lifestylers do not have a moral compass or we're very skewed moral compass. (laughs) So we don't believe in Jesus. (laughs) We don't do religion. We don't go to church. We just fucking worship Satan while we're busting nuts. That's... That's what we're doing. <laughs> All right. I mean, so. you know, whatever. It pretty much goes hand in hand with the last one. Like, you know, you're going to have these these notions of uh, what you believe to be right and wrong. Uh, but what we believe, what we agree to in our marriage it can be completely different from what you believe. And that's OK. That's that's my point. Like and I, I know that there are like swingers that um Hold um, hold religion very highly in their relationship. Um, I think Swinger Diaries does right. I think mm-hmm. they they go out party Saturday night. Swingers does yeah. too, right? Spiritual swingers, right? Um, but the Joneses, you know. yes, um, the Joneses, mm-hmm. and us. We and us, listen. Yeah. We pray every night. Mm-hmm. We yeah. go to church. And honestly, when I'm in the lifestyle, it's not like I'm like, all right, Jesus, I'm about to, I'm about to <laughs> close I'm about your to, eyes. I'm about to go in this party right now. Close I will, your ears and your eyes. I will see you tomorrow <laughs> in God's house. No, that's not what it is. Actually, God is with me at all times. Absolutely. Like when I go to swinger parties, when I'm in, or, like, God is there. Like I am thanking God. <laughs> For these moments, well, I am thanking God for this oh God. life. Mm-hmm. Yes, you hear you hear praise <laughs> in these goddamn life lifestyle rooms. Okay, mm-hmm. um, no, but on a serious yeah. note, no, I thank God. Like I thank God, He gave us these bodies that can experience these pleasures. God gave us these gifts, man. <laughs> um, and Jesus was all about love, and we love each other. Okay, um, and we have no problem go. expressing that love to each other, despite the fact that we are engaged in this swinger lifestyle. Right, right. So. I one hundred percent agree. And I mean, just to break morals down to the bare bones minimum of, I know what's right and what's wrong. You know, this is right. This is right for me. We're not hurting anyone. We're not. That's right. uh, we're not. We're not discriminating. <laughs> we're not discriminating against anyone. We're not putting down any. Um, any groups of or, of people, we're just having a good time to what we agree upon in our marriage. Mm-hmm. And if you are a religious person and you believe that marriage is the bond between man and woman under the eyes of God or whatever, it's like this is our marriage under that that sanctum. You know what I'm saying? That's what we agree to. We're married. We're doing whatever makes our marriage work, and that can be different for everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's ethical. 
non-monogamy. Bingo. I mean, so how can you be amoral and have a ethical system at the same time? I mean, it, you know, it would be different if we there weren't rules, mm-hmm. right? And there weren't um, boundaries and parameters that you had to operate under. Mm-hmm. But there are. There are rules. Every couple has their own rules. They have their set of ethics that if you step out of outside of them, that's a violation. Um, so to say that swingers don't have morals or, you know, they're doing mm-hmm. something unethical is is anti is contradictory to the whole practice right absolutely because the idea is is you set up these morals now they Mm -hmm. may look different than a typical relationship does or um a you know monogamous um vanilla relationship Mm -hmm. um but there are morals there and they just may be different than what you're accustomed to yeah we're just being compared to the majority exactly and let's keep let's keep it fucking real do it (laughs) okay you know, you know how many of God's followers had multiple wives. Oh yeah! Oh, here we go. Like multiple, not like two or three, nigga. Like, <laughs> like ten, twenty, whole villages full of wives, man. Listen, God is very fluid in this shit. Mm-hmm. All right, it's all uh-huh. about like no, it, it all it it all is about that ethical uh, uh, non-monogamy. There is yeah. a right and there is a wrong way to do this. Yeah. Believe me, and there are some yeah. swingers that are doing it the wrong way, as yep. far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, for those of for those who think this is this is not a moral exercise, you are wrong. There are lots of rules to follow, and there's a lot of room to break it. Yeah. Um, yep. Just as much as there is for a monogamous, uh, yeah. for relationship. monogamous relationship. All right, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, our conversation went for another hour, so I had to split this episode into two. Um, so uh, stay tuned for part two of our uh, lovely conversation with Locke and Trist. Peace. Black and kinky, black and kinky, black and kinky lifestyle.